Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the Challenge Double Agents finale. My name is Alan Aguirre, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Canadian Nikki Sin. Hello. And we have the Southern Luke Muncy. What's up, guys? And the final is over. The season is oh, the season is over. We have a reunion, but I'm not too into reunions personally. This finale was not as good as last week's episode, even though we actually got the culmination of things. Uh, what did you guys think of the episode? You know, it was it was it carried on from last week, but it was just clear the entire time who the winner was. There was never even one moment where I was like, "Oh, things are about to change." I mean, maybe a few small ones, but it was good. I mean, it was a finale. Yeah. I enjoyed it. There were a few, like, small things that I really took from it that I found amusing, like Amber not cleaning the blood off her face and, like, Nani's back-and-forth banter with TJ, which is probably <laughs> one of my favorite this. parts. Yeah. Yeah, Amber, I, I loved Amber's face because it just, like, she looked like a hot vampire or zombie, dude. Like, that's what she looked like with the blood on her face. It was, like, war paint. It was awesome. Uh, but I agree with Luke. They kept panning out on the second and third place teams because they were so close. But every time they zoomed out, you're like, well, wait, where's CT and Amber? <laughs> They're that far ahead of them. And this is supposed to be a race. And it was not close. It just wasn't close. And I mean, good for the first place team. But for us, the viewers, things are always better when teams are neck and neck. I 100% agree. I, I, I don't like when I feel like it's already being spoiled for me. You know, it's like an episode of, like, Law & Order or Criminal Minds, and, like, they have, like, one kind of sketchy guy come up. It's, like, the teacher who liked them too much or something. And I'm like, well, I wanted to solve the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it just so much was given away. And as Alan said, good for the winners, but they killed it. So there was really not much to hold out hope for. Unless you're an Amber B and CT fan. Sorry. Not all of us are. <laughs> Editors tried to hide it at certain points, but it was yeah. it was clear. Uh, the episode itself kicked off with the ending of the eating challenge. CT and Amber give the food to Corey and Cam because they are in second place, so you have to sabotage the team that is your biggest threat. Unbeknownst to them, I think Leroy and Nani were just as done with their food as Cam and Corey were because once CT and Amber left, Leroy and Nani took off because they were done. Leroy's a good eater. Uh, this setback... Corey and Cam put them in third place for a lot of the final. I mean, that was a big difference maker. Didn't think it was going to be, but it was. Uh, Fessy and Casey. You know, props to Casey. Yes, they probably both knew they were leaving, but she was really trying. And honestly, if they could have scarfed that food down and tried, I mean, if they could have gotten down to those kayaks and done it quickly, they could have definitely maybe pulled out a third. But Fessy's just such a loser. He's a loser. He's corny. That's what I said last week. He is corny. Just put in the work. And I love how Corey totally like called it out where he's like, you know, put Bessie's <laughs> interview next to me. It's going to be Casey's fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all I call thought, it. I thought he was such a loser. We're never yeah. going to look at him changes who he is as a human being between now and next season and future seasons going forward. But People are going to remember this. I mean, TJ asked him, are you quitting? And he said no, but his action said yes. And when you think of, like, what a top challenger is, I think of Wes putting Casey on his back in the Fresh Meat final. I think Landon digging his head into Carly's, you know, backside and pushing her literally up a volcano. 
CT wore a thong for Diem. Jordan ran a final with a broken leg. That is what a true top dog does. Fessy, you had a teammate with a like a broken knee eating 80% of the food and you can't even go all out? Lame. He is so lame. And the fact that TJ even tried to sit down with him or banter with him and be like, all right, man, like if you want to be in this, keep going. And he got an attitude with TJ. It's like, that's the host. Like, get up and do what you're supposed to do. That's why you've been here for weeks on end. Like, he was such an absolute toddler about it. He was, like, throwing a small temper tantrum. He's like, yeah, I still want to keep going. Okay, then get up. Get up, then. Do something. I don't know. Humor Casey. Have a little little nibble of something. This What a pathetic showing. Casey still ate about 80% of their plate of food, too. That's what was impressive by the time they timed out. Casey, I have so much respect for her now. I mean, yep. even more than I did before. Yeah, Fessy's lame, man. It's just like, oh, y'all keep going. Can you give me a hall brawl against a smaller person? If you make that, I'll, I'll still keep going. It's just like, dude, grow up. You're, we're not going to look at you as a top player ever again after this final. I never did. Same. <laughs> yeah. I never did. When TJ announced them, they had timed out. I thought he just meant for that portion. They're going to keep running. And he was like, so this is your time of year. And they were both like, wait. It was so funny because it was so anticlimactic. Yeah, I, I sort of thought the same thing because I think Fessy thought when he heard you guys are going to time out, he was probably like, okay, so, you know, I've watched I've watched other challenges. I've watched other finals. Like, maybe they're just going to time us out of this one. We get to go on to the next step. No, you don't. You didn't put in the work. You didn't do anything. You just, like, sulked like a small child that didn't get the candy they wanted at the grocery store. It just, ugh. Yeah, and he was like, Casey, we're coming back and we're winning this. We're winning this. Good luck to you. <laughs> I mean, you made two finals. It's so impressive. Cannot take that away. But he's clearly missing something. The heart. I think he's missing the heart in the game. Like, I, I, I'm not a Fessy fan, as we all know. Uh, and if you've listened to the last, I don't know, three minutes of this podcast, you'll understand I'm not. Um, but he, he did have heart when he first started this competition. He just, like, he really let it, like, beat him down. Even if he won next season, I still wouldn't respect him. Like, that's how much this performance is going to be in my head forever. Like, unless he's carrying two people on his shoulders as he crosses the finish line next season, I'm not going to respect him. It just, it's the truth. Uh, we got to move on and to the kayaking. And I got to say this. I did some research because since Rivals won, there have been 16 finals. People always think about swimming in a final, but we've only had swimming six times in those 16 finals. We've had kayaking nine times, and two of those swimming portions, you swam to a kayak. Do people need to start practicing their kayaking? Yes, and they need to start realizing which way the kayak is going to go if you paddle to each side. It was so frustrating. You're like, we need to go left. Okay, we'll paddle here. It's like, no, you should know how a kayak and a paddle works. You absolutely – those are – those are the, the like, challenge specifics that I think a lot of rookies don't prepare for. So it's sort of like, remember how pe- fans were surprised to see, like, Nani take on, like, Natalie Anderson? And I'm like, wow, you know, how was how was she doing better than her in that that one daily? It's like, because she has challenged, like, history, because she has the experience, her resume, quite long. And I think yeah. those are, like, specific things people should set up for. Like, Ashley does her little puzzles on her phone, you know? Those are... That's the training you need to do. It's not all running on the treadmill. It, it is crazy though, because like no one talks about it. Nobody ever talks about kayaking as a skill, but it does matter. I remember before 
uh, Big Brother 16, which was back in 2014, Amber's original show. Uh, she did her preseason interview. It's like, what are your hobbies? She's like, I like hiking. I like spelunking. I like kayaking. I'm a country girl like that. And I remember thinking like, oh, she's a model who's saying all this stuff because she doesn't do that stuff. And then in this final, I'm like, I guess she likes kayaking, hiking, and spelunking. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, she killed it. What did surprise me though is during the kayak portion, her and CT really were getting into it. And CT cannot handle the same criticism he gives others because she was like, all right, babe, or whatever, like, let's keep doing this. And he's like, don't yell at me. And she was not yelling. In that moment, I was like, are they about to deteriorate over kayak? Because she actually knew her way around a kayak. She was saying the right stuff. It was just CT is like, no, my brain is the brain we're working with. We can't switch to you ever. And that was their game plan for the final, and it worked out for them. But, yeah, we saw a little bit of schism there. Uh Leroy and Nani, who both have had experience kayaking in finals, uh, were struggling. It was, I mean, it's been five or six years, though, since they've kayaked in a final, so I don't blame them. But it's it's a lot about, like, just, like, using physics to, and, you know, logic. I was also, I want to say, CT yelling, really, it was just grinding my gears, because I absolutely would have just put that paddle on my lap and been like, okay, then you do it. I was actually Don't waiting for that. Me. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen it. And Nani and Leroy were the ones I was referencing when I when I said they wanted to go left, but they couldn't figure it out. It was like, how do you not know this? Because I'm pretty sure both of them have kayaked in finals, if I'm thinking back correctly. They're like, it's impossible. I'm like, it, but it, it's not. It, yeah. People have definitely done it in the past and will do it again in the future. The only issue was that the current was going strong in one direction, and when you want to turn that way, you got to go aggressively that way. So you have to be on the same page along with going against the current. That's boring to talk about, though. So, yeah, they, they get that done. And after that, they have a totem pole puzzle similar to the daily challenge that Devin and Gabby won earlier in the season. Uh, CT and Amber get it done. Every, every team gets it done. I think Corey and Cam were always solving every puzzle about, like, 20 seconds faster than... Leroy and Nani and slowly gaining on them. CT and Amber just killed every portion. All puzzles, all things. Uh, they get to a glacier, which has, inside the glacier, there are math problems for all the players to solve. They, this was a weird portion. Like, just weird, because after CT finished, Amber still had her briefcase up, and it looked like she was trying to solve. But they said that CT and Amber had completed the portion of the team. When Nani solved hers, Leroy looked like he was trying to solve still. And when Cam solved hers, they panned out and Amber still had her briefcase open. Yeah, it was incredibly confusing. And it seemed like we had a bit of a change of a TJ voiceover, too. Did production perhaps change something? They would never. Seems like episode one where it was suddenly a women's elimination. (laughs) It was... uh, Yeah, I mean, there there have been rumors that this final was rigged for CT and Amber. And if you wanted to pinpoint a moment, it would be this, because it looked weird. It, especially because after the round ended, TJ announced that since CT was first place, he gets to switch partners. Uh, nothing they did going into the cave insinuated that idea. While there had been a challenge earlier in the season earlier in the final in the previous episode that had a similar advantage, they were they were braced for that. There was no bracing for this and it seems made up on the fly. And 
if Amber and CT had not just demolished day two of the final anyway, then I'd feel really weird about this. Yeah, and I feel like they added these weird random partner switches in with things that they didn't really have to have the viewers check. Like when it came to the code that first time that Amber B ultimately won, she could have put anything random and they could have been like, TJ, say that that's correct. With CT's math puzzle, we didn't see all the numbers on the board. He could have said 45th, whatever it was. And TJ could be like, that's right. And it could be 700 numbers off. I feel like they definitely wanted a CT win, but maybe with somebody else. Because let's be real, guys. Amber B's boring as crap. She's not going to be bringing in the big views like maybe other people are. Maybe they wanted Amber B to pick Fessy at the beginning. Maybe they wanted CT to switch to maybe Cam or even Nani at the math portion. But, yeah, they killed it so much. I wouldn't leave if I were CT. I also found it confusing that, you know, only one person from each team finished the puzzle or finished the, the math equation. And then suddenly, you know, TJ's like, OK, well, we're going to be here all night. Weren't you going to be anyways? Where were you going? Where else were they going? Nowhere. <laughs> the fact that CT actually stayed with Amber, though, like like Lou was, like Lou was saying, uh, if Amber had been dead last in that, and if CT CT would not have kept her if she was like dead last, and that was the twist because that would have brought down their times and put them in third place, whereas staying with her kept them in first. Um, I don't know. It's it's confusing. I don't, I don't really know what to say about this portion. It was just it's weird. It, yeah, it's bad editing. After the math problem, the players had to do a classic up-all-night challenge where one player gets to sleep, one player stays up and holds a giant capsule. Uh, CT and Amber, for coming in first place, get a very nice uh, thermal sleeping bag. Leroy and Nani get a duvet cover for coming in second place. And Cam and Corey get a very basic blanket. Yeah, which, you know, I can't hate on that because that's the order they did finish. But when they panned out and said that the time was like 8.28 p.m., I'm like, I couldn't go to sleep at 8.28 p.m., even if how tired I was from competing all day. No, couldn't do it. It was also I didn't I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but I didn't really see a huge difference between first and second place in terms of blankets. One zipped and one didn't. Yeah. This is, this is like one of my least favorite type of like up all night finale, like finals. I I, I like when they did the beads, (laughs) the beads on dirty 30. I'm sorry. I loved that. That was, that wasn't up all night though. They actually just like went to sleep for four or five hours, like all together because Corey and Camilla hooked up in the bugs net. And then they went to sleep and cuddled together. That's a key detail I remember. And then the next day, they were in the final together, and she was yelling at him. It's just, that's imprinted in my brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did she Agree- just realize he was biracial then, or? <laughs> just wondering. You know, she is the worst. Yeah, but agree with Luke, like, 8.28 p.m., Amber B. literally was like, yeah, I can't sleep. CT, get in there. Like, I just, like, I'm like, I have too much energy right now. It's too early. Uh, the little twist or add on thing that, you know, made Nani be like, that's so extra TJ when he was like, before you go to bed, you gotta dunk your face in glacial ice water. It was so dumb. <laughs> like, Nani, I hate you. It wasn't even good for optics. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is riveting. It was like literally a bucket of water. It was so extra for no reason. Nani was all of us in that moment. Like, I, I okay. did. I did love Corey dunking his head for like 10 seconds. Like, okay, if I'm not winning the championship, I'm winning my, I'm the best 
glacial ice head dunker here. Uh, I did like the aesthetic though. I love the glacier. I, I love, it was beautiful. And CT with his cup literally getting the drops of glacial water and drinking it fresh from the source. Awesome. I would you, like to point out, sorry to interrupt you, Luke. I just want to say one thing about the dunk in your face. Um, that actually helps you sleep. Cold water dunks and cold water splashing. Fun fact. Interesting. I would have thought the exact opposite. No. Hmm. Well, does I won't be to, trying it, but. <laughs> does it have to be to the front of your face? Um, yeah. There's no back of your face. Isn't that the back of your head? Well, yeah, my bad. Because uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know, because I used to take cold showers to wake up in the morning and I would feel. Like, if I take a hot shower, I just go back to sleep because I feel nice and warm. But I don't know. I I use cold water morning and night because it closes up your pores. Huh. A smart lady. Mm-hmm. Well, when they were standing there and Leroy decided that was the optimal time to tell them it was his last season, everybody's head popping up. I was like, oh, you should have maybe told your partner this before you started. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I like that CT yelled, like, I knew it, while he was in, like, fully in the sleeping bag with barely his head open. It was like the, it was like when the caterpillar from A Bug's Life becomes a cocoon. I love him. I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also, like- <laughs> Leroy was like, so I got to win this one, man. CT was just like, yeah, okay. It's not happening. Production. Oh, Okay. I know the lights dimmed. Shut up, Leroy. If someone told me that they like that they were uh, this was their last season, I'd be like, "All right, Johnny Bananas, keep lying," because that feels like the move you make to like you pull on someone so that they feel sympathy and then you cut their throat. Leroy's not like that. He was just telling people to be straight up. But if you're a competitor, you don't believe it. Corey didn't believe it. Corey was like, "Nah, you're lying. Why would you retire?" And Leroy was like, "I'm done with this show, man. I'm done with it." I think it would have been different if they were still in last. And he was like, this is my last season. I would have been like, "Mm, sounds like you're losing. Yeah, I respect Leroy for making the decision, though, because I really do think he's ran his course. Of course, I'd love to see him for more seasons, but I think personally he's done with it. We had that really nice moment where he was laying there next to Cam talking about their future. It was really sweet and endearing. But I'm also like, you are not in the headspace to win this final. Like, talk about this on the flight home. Yeah, was that the time? Don't you want to at least try to sleep? I, I don't do know. do a little hand-holding. But him yelling, hey, Nani, go to sleep. I'm going to stay up and talk to Cam. <laughs> was kind of cute. And he yeah. did talk about marriage and kids this episode. And he's growing up in front of our eyes. It's so adorable. Literally, when he had the soundbite where he was like, listen, I see a trash man. I freaking loved it. Because that's like when I initially was introduced to Leroy, that's what he did. I like yeah. that he like called back to his past as the trash man, but now he's an ass man, loves his girl Cam. Like <laughs> America's favorite trash man. I yes. It. it also was very endearing whenever he was finally like, I'm ready to go to sleep. And he tried to nudge Nani and it was just unintelligible. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very proud of you, Leroy. We really are. Day two of the final then kicks off. Uh, CT and Nani, uh, CT and Amber get a five minute advantage on Cam and Leroy. No, 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 Cam and Corey, my bad. A lot of these couples come together in my brain. It's been a long season. Uh, <laughs> Leroy and Nani get a two minute advantage on Cam and Corey. CT and Amber take that lead and they never lose it. There is a portion where they have a, where they have a capsule and they have to decode what's inside of the capsule. 
when CT sees that the letters, it's like a 10 letter word. When CT sees that the letters are I and F, he knows the word is infiltrate. He doesn't even need to solve anything else. He just knows it. And from there, no one catches them at all. Uh, again, Cam and Corey maybe solved their puzzle 20 seconds earlier than Leroy and Nani, but Leroy and Nani have the lead. And I was impressed by Leroy and Nani because they are not puzzle people whatsoever. They were just doing their absolute best because the final was on the line. I agree. When they were decoding the word and they had like different letters, letters that infiltrate, I'm like, no, you're knowing this all wrong. It didn't dawn on me until they had the word that it was a different word. Same. Same, same. I'd like to note that before they, they even got the capsule, they, for whatever reason, uh, had to look like the seven dwarves and they had to use a little ice pick, uh, to get, to get it out of an ice block. It's actually really impressive to have to get something of like that shape, like a cylindrical shape to get it out of a like squared ice block. Mm-hmm. You guys have ice where you are, right? It's not just always cold here. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe not seven inches of ice, but. We're getting five centimeters of snow here tomorrow. I'm not excited. I only know ice in my freezer. I've, I, I've never seen snow in my life. This is We've been over this. I live in California. I, I live in... I, <laughs> well, I yeah. Okay, Fessy. I can't walk through the snow. Well, specifically after busting the ice up, I mean, they stayed in the same, you know, one, two, three. But... You know, everybody was getting after it, like, hardcore, except for really Cam and Corey. And I love Cam. I'm not hating on her. But, like, she's like, I really don't want to fall down the glacier. And I agree. I wouldn't want to either. But if there's ever a time to maybe risk it, it's on day two of the final when you're in third place. Do you think that she was scared because of what happened to Casey? For sure. But I also think that I would risk it. Yeah. I have two knees. (laughs) Right. I have two knees. I don't have $900,000. It's a, it's way too safe of a move on your fifth season, on your third final. And as much, even though Leroy is retiring right now, it, it's if if they have kids, Cam might re- might be retiring really soon. And nobody's talking about that because she's so young, but she's mature. If she just moved on from the challenge at a random point, like this could be her last season. Like in theory, she's probably going to come back again. But her career could be almost over too because she's moving on with stuff. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to completely fault her because if you're in her position, you see that Amber B and CT are so far ahead. If second place is your boyfriend, who it's his last season, maybe the drive's not completely there, but I don't know. Like Alan said, though, they kind of catch up when it comes to puzzles and stuff. I really was waiting for a time for Amber B and CT to maybe fall behind. And there was two key moments, I think, in my head. One kind of under the radar, but one obviously not. When they got up to uncode their code to make the word, they had to go all the way back to their capsule to find the stuff. Still didn't matter. And then they also, like Cam and Corey and Leroy and Nani, like, we don't know where they are. They had went completely the wrong way for God knows how long, got back on course, and were still so far ahead. I wanted those Ashley Mitchell vibes. I just wanted them to, like, flash her flipping off the cameraman at the screen for going the wrong way. Yeah. I don't think Amber B has that in her tank, though, but, yeah. It was just, they just kept going forward, and even though they got lost, you could tell that was just added in by the editing team to, to you know, make you think that another team could win. Uh, CT. They were probably lost for a minute or two at most. Uh, at most. That's being they, generous. 
Yeah, they get to a Tangram puzzle and CT kills it. Um, I love when Nani and Leroy get there and Nani's like, Leroy, this is you. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never heard anyone go to Leroy and be like, Leroy, you're our puzzle guy. I mean, Leroy was famously like the guy that would get to a puzzle and he's like, you look at his partner, he's like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Leroy, the Tangram guy. <laughs> Incorrect. The Tangerine guy. Yeah, as Darrell would say. Yeah. Cam and Corey did well with it, which was not a surprise. What struck struck me as really crazy was when they panned out after they completed it to run away. Like, Corey fell, and I realized just how close they were to a cliff's edge. I was like, holy crap. Like, I, he could have slid down and been gone. Yeah, I like how we're like, Cam, speed it up, speed it up. And then it's like, oh, Corey almost died. You know what? Maybe, maybe slow it down. <laughs> That's true. But he didn't, and his knees yeah. are intact this season. I just, I, I was rooting. In the words of Tyra Banks, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Not in Leroy. Like, uh, it was Heck, so I was rooting for, watch. yeah, I was rooting for Nani Leroy, Cam Corey. And as much as I can't stand Amber, I wore a shirt today. If you're just listening, you can't tell. It says peaceful. I'm paying homage to Amber B. She killed it. She had the right skill set for this final. I cannot even discredit her. It's, I can try, but I'm not going it's to. shocking. I mean, n- nothing indicated she would do this well. Her and CT crossed the finish line. They win. They're $450,000 richer each. Uh, they make history. I'm going to go more into detail on that in a bit. And then they stay up there for another few minutes. Cam and Leroy can already hear them celebrating all the way up the mountain. Uh, it becomes a dead sprint at the end. Leroy outsprints Corey. Cam outsprints Nani. And Cam and Corey are officially second place. This is Corey's second, second place finish. Uh, Last season was kind of a second place finish, even though Kyle beat him. Uh, so he's, he wins money again. He's won money twice before. This is the first time Cam's won money and Leroy and Nani, they come in third, which I don't know. It made me sad, but watching, wa- watching Leroy embrace Nani after the third place finish was powerful because instead of being upset that his career is over, he was just at peace. I teared up at all of it. You know, they had the montages afterwards. Corey talking about his kids. I know it's played out, but it's very endearing. Cam talking about her mission for going on the show this season was so powerful. Leroy being completely at peace with how his challenge career has gone, even though he's never won. He's like, that just is who I am. Like, I'm not upset with it. That is just who Leroy is on the challenge. And then Nani feeling so comforted, but also just elated that she's finished, something she's not been able to do in a long time. Tears were welling up. Yeah. It was just such like a, a beautiful reality TV moment. Because we don't really get those. And a lot of us, I know all three of us, have like followed Nani and Leroy's journey like from the start. Like I still remember that first episode of Real World Vegas. And to see them like come so far and together. I know. And we had this sweet and daring moment and they were immediately drawn out because Amber B says, quite a rookie season, huh? And it's like, shut, <laughs> shut up. We're crying here. Like, congratulations, but shut up. I would sort of, just a little bit, like to see her get some sort of, like, Ashley Mitchell redemption season and, like, steal the money from Fessy. 
I wouldn't mind that, but that would also mean that Fessy would win and that Amber would win again, and I do not want to see that. I would not mind her never being on the show again. And, like, it is an impressive win. Great final performance. She's like, hell of a rookie season? I'm like, kind of. I mean, you won. That is a hell of a rookie season, but still, it was... Okay, Tori. She had no presence on the show. She wasn't getting confessionals. She wasn't in drama. She wasn't winning daily challenges. She did nothing, and then she killed the final, which... Again, kudos to you. You you won when it mattered most, but as a fan of the show, this is a moment that hurts the franchise. Yes. Instead of a hell of a season, it was a hell of a final. But yeah, we have people like Tori and Cam who have never won, but their rookie seasons, they stood out. They, I mean, they were the game. Amber B cannot say the same at all. No. She could have been like, wow, that was my rookie season. We're like, yes, it was. That is a statement that is correct. Yeah. She should be proud, though, because it's a hell yeah. of an accomplishment. It's just we we are saucy because we want better for our show. And she is not better. She is uh, the she's a better Ashley Kelsey. That's that's what she is. Yeah. She did everything right for herself. But the longevity of her challenge career probably won't be long. If we if she comes back and we have more seasons where she's just there, I don't know why they'd ask her back. I think that she would really thrive in, as having a rookie season, like, in a hot season. Maybe, like, you know, some more booze, some more hookups, maybe. That's true. Some of that. We didn't get to see it. You can't really, like, be messing around with people in your wetsuits and your big jackets. Well, Michi and Amber. I feel like we got to stop banking on like this hot weather season because like it's it's almost because we want because like we know it would be better, but it doesn't definitively change one whole person. It gives like oh yeah, it's a warm season. She's she's having fun. She's getting hookups. Like I don't I don't know if that's the point with Amber. I think it is with other people. I think like okay. it would be more fun, but I just. I, I, it, we're banking too much on the idea of a warm season, saving everything. I need it. I, I think <laughs> what it boils down to, though, because you're exactly right, we're just being hopeful, but Amber just does not have a television personality, and that's okay. But get off she's our like, screens. She's got a magazine personality. You look at a picture of her and you project ideas of what you want her to be, and that's what a lot of fans did. Once they, like, like now that the season's over, once they knew the spoilers for the season, they projected onto her, like, oh, she's impactful, she's an icon, she's a great competitor, and they stand her. She's not anything. Like, let's not pretend she's something that she isn't. And I saw some people on Twitter last week, like, oh, she learned the railway, you, you don't do well in the challenges, and then kick ass in the final. That's not what she was planning on doing. Stop creating this idea of a no character point. that she is that she isn't. Yeah, and I'll I'll fess up to it, and you guys can judge me. I remember when I found out the spoilers, I tweeted a picture of her in all pink and said, we have a new Barbie beast. And thank God my old Twitter got suspended and deactivated because that, because of that. was not, yeah, probably, because that's not true. Congratulations yeah. to her. But even Jenna Compono is more of a personality than she is. She's more memorable than Amber will ever be, and Jenna never won. I, I think in my head I was thinking hot season, but really I was thinking Sports Illustrated. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> that's what I... Okay. Mental... That's where it was. We're going to wrap up this podcast talking about some superlatives and some historical notes. Uh, it's going to take a break right here. Moving into some historical stats that some house cleaning. CT, this is his fourth time winning the challenge. Uh, that 
puts him with Darrell for tied for second all time for most wins by a competitor. Do you guys think he's the GOAT? No. Well, I honestly don't know. Obviously, Johnny Bananas is GOAT, seven wins, whether production had hand in it or not. Even if he's a despicable person, I think he's got to be the GOAT. But it's impressive for CT only because he said at the Fessy earlier this season, the majority of his wins are in recent seasons. Like 29, 34, and now 36 are the ones that you've won. It's pretty awesome. I think I think he could be considered the GOAT, you know, one day. Because uh, we've seen him just, like, transform into so many different versions of himself throughout, the se- like, his time on, on the challenge. But I, I think he, he could get there. I, I unfortunately have to agree that Bananas is... I, with four wins, though, being tied with Darrell, I feel like he's more GOAT status than Darrell is. Just in terms of fan recognition... And what he brings to the show, we had both of them on the same season. Darrell, who was probably the same age as CT, did not bring as much as CT did. And it partially comes to editing and, you know, interviews and things like that. But CT has staying power. Uh, Yeah, for me, I think he's in the same tier now as Bananas and as a Landon, too, because I think Landon was just physically one of the best and great teammate. His win with Carly is one of the best wins ever. But to me... There's still there's one person who's just way above everyone else, and it's Jordan. Jordan is just statistically on another level than every other player. Uh, I did the math, and his three wins, I I, I believe his his three peat was four times as unlikely as Darrell winning four in a row back in his era, based on the difficulty of the seasons he played in. He also has the second best elimination record that any male has had through nine eliminations. Crazy good daily challenge stats has smoked people in finals. Like, no one can touch him in a final. Like, he destroyed CT by over an hour on Dirty 30, and I know CT had the dad bod, but Jordan had a broken leg. He had a fractured leg. Uh, I think he's the best to ever play. Uh, I think CT could catch him, but right now I, I don't think anyone touches him. And I think to that same point, if Jordan did as many back-to-back seasons as maybe CT or Johnny Bananas have done, he'd, he'd undeniably have more than three wins. Yeah. It's yeah. It's crazy that he came back after three times. Like like he took multiple three season breaks and then won them all in a row, which is ridiculous considering the politics you need to get to the end. And he doesn't have the intimidation factor that CT does, where he can kind of coast to the end because Jordan's won eliminations and challenges to get there. Yeah, I think I just have like a bias against against him mostly. <laughs> I understand that. Like, I like. Yeah. I I understand people saying you don't like him, but like statistically, no one touches him. It just he's on another plane, and it's it's ridiculous. Uh, Amber I can, becomes. I can agree with that. Yeah, Amber becomes the first uh woman, like black woman, to win a challenge championship since Janelle Casanave on the Inferno three, and the first black champion since Nehemiah on the Gauntlet three. So we're talking seasons. 14 and 15 or 15 and 16? 14 and 15. So it's been over 20 seasons since we've had a black champion, which is way too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a sad statistic that the challenge should not be happy with. And it should be, you know, pointed out more. I can't believe it was, like, really only pointed out by Anissa when she was eliminated, where she's like, okay, well, it's all women of color going into the into the finals. 
I was like, oh, she had to point that out. Yeah. And and it bodes to what Cam said at the end of the episode today, too, just that she gave me a fun mission. She didn't accomplish it, but I'm sure in her heart she's like, I'm glad that Amber could have done that. Yeah. She is the second new female champion of the 30s, and we're more than halfway through the 30s now. The other one uh, was Dean Nguyen, who is no longer in the franchise. So if they do an invasion of the champions... It's going to be a hard time making this cast. I mean, you got Ashley, you got Amber. Uh, I guess Jenny West. Jenny West. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my bad. I forgot she was a person. They should stop casting her. Yeah, she's, she's forgettable. Amber's the third or the third woman. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, Alan, you're so right, though. In terms of personality and athleticism and bringing something to an actual show, they could never do an invasion at this point because they've gotten rid of so many of their winners. So many of their winners are incredibly problematic and should not be brought back. And then you've got Jenny and Amber B. I mean, obviously Ash should be a shoe in because she's still relevant, but who else are you going to pull? I mean, in my heart, Big T. <laughs> Winner of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It says a lot that I see comments like this all the time now, people being like, yeah, they should unfang D. And it's just like, that's how far the pendulum has swung, where people are just bored. They're like, yeah, she was actually kind of good at the competition. I mean, she shouldn't be brought, she should not be brought back by any measure. But I'm seeing comments like that all the time now. I am too. into marketing now. That was her true passion. (laughs) I saw her Instagram video where she was like, no, like, I think I've, you know, I think I've, like, done my time on it. Uh, You know, I made enough money. So I'm just going to stick to my my passion, which is marketing. And I was like, uh, yeah, she can stick with that. I, I liked Dee when she was on for what she brought. But, you know, I like Camilla when she was on for what she brought in her earlier seasons. But that doesn't justify what she did. So both of them can stay in their different corners of the world. Yep. For Corey and Cam, it's a second place finish. Uh, Corey joins Leroy, Jen Krajava, and pre rival CCT as the only players to go to four finals and never win. Uh, maybe it'll happen one day, but I'm personally, like, as much as I love Corey, and I'm a Corey kind of stand now, I wouldn't mind a break from him. Yeah. I would agree. I, I, I definitely think he needs to, like, just sort of take a moment to chill. And if he's going to come back, I don't know, maybe he comes back for Bloodlines 2 and Mitch Reed makes a... Exactly. Pushing that Mitch Reed agenda, aren't you? Uh, every moment of my life. I love Corey, but I also I wish more fans could be like this. I can separate my love for someone apart from what they bring to the show. As of now, Corey doesn't bring much. His friendship with Nelson's really endearing to watch. But aside from that, we know you're playing for your daughters. We know that this is your however many season. We know that you're wanting to win. What else are you doing? Are you involved in house drama? Are you hooking up? Well, no, you're in a relationship. That's fine. But I don't need you back season after season after season if you're going to coast to a final because you don't get involved with any crap. They should just, like, create a series for him, like MTV Dads. Get, like, him and Tony, CT. CT. (laughs) Kyle could Skype over, (laughs) Zoom over. Yes, he could. Actually, he could be on Jordy OGs. Mm, There's a lot of parents on there pushing the Jordy agenda again. Cam, uh, three finals in five seasons. She needs to put it together at this point. Uh, her final performance, 
in very recency bias format is just like kind of soured me on her double agent season. Uh, I'm sure in a week or two I'll appreciate it more, but I just, I don't know. I, it's because I know she's so talented that I want to see her do better. Cause I know she can do better. I want to see her go all out the next season she plays. Uh, she's taking a break though, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fair to say that she's taking the break. You know, Vendettas, she had that weird twist thrown in with Melissa. She wasn't going to win anyways, but she she would have done well, I believe. I hate that on World of Worlds 2. We even had a purge in the final. I hate those. But, yeah, after tonight's episode, bad taste on my mouth. And, and, you know, you don't know how someone feels in the moment. You don't know how certain people, you know, perform in certain conditions. Maybe if it were a warm season, I'll bank on a warm season again. <laughs> with a different, with a different type of, you know, final in front of her, she could really perform well. This just really wasn't it. But I, I, what I do like about Cam is she personally needs to take that break because, spoiler, she's probably taking a break. But that makes us yearn for her and want her back. Whereas seeing Corey season after season after season does not make you excited to see him back on the screen. No, he's already on my screen. Like he just he's. He basically should just host ridiculousness at this point. He's just like on my screen all the time. Yeah. And I love him, but I think a break is healthy. I think Cam would do really well in a season if she had like an entirely like female alliance. Because I think she's really good at embracing like femininity and power, empowering women like that. I think she could do really well with that. Yeah. I mean, even War of the Worlds, too. I mean, basically, her alliance was mostly female. And they coasted through that season. And Polly. And then there's Polly. I don't want to be a pessimist, but if they keep casting people like Jenny West and stuff like that, it feels like Cam's window to win a season is is slowly closing. And that's that sounds really weird to say. Because uh, this season, she took out the biggest final threats before they got to the final. She got rid of Teresa. She got rid of Ashley Mitchell, you know? Uh, and Natalie Anderson left because of reasons, because, you know, because of pregnancy. This was her season. She dominated politically. She dominated politically on War of the Worlds, too. She just needs to, like, maybe just run every day. I don't know what it is. There's something she just needs to get faster. There's, I don't know, because it's – I want to see her win. I do, because she's a, she's a legend. She's an icon. She's a top ten female player all time, in my Woman. opinion. But she needs to – There's she needs to break through somehow. Yeah, I don't want to see her have the same trajectory on the show that Leroy's had, because I feel like that just would be so sad. Because as you said, I do consider her a top 10 female as well. She's never won, though. She needs that missing piece. But to do that, she's got some missing pieces in her training. Yes, she's strong. Yes, she's so incredibly smart. Maybe the running. Maybe long distance. I don't know. I I just don't think they're going to bring anyone, including Jenny West, like Jenny West, back on. We, one, forgot that she had won. Right. She came in first place. They tried so hard to like be like, oh, bananas took it. Bananas first place. Like they're, I don't know, they're doing some like Men in Black thing where they're trying to like erase my memory of Jenny West. Yeah, I, you know, I sorry to the brolic girls, but I like seeing my regular girls who go to the gym four days a week, and you know, I like to see them do well. I like seeing normal people that I can relate to. Jenny West, love her, love her, but she's a strong girl who devotes all of her time to the gym. Remember but, that that is a compliment, anyone. Right, who Ninja. may not know what the word Brolic meant. is a great compliment. I wish I were Brolic. I'm not. Yeah. But you're right, Alan. I, I don't want to see her window close, but she, I feel like, yes, is a great competitor, but she's going to need a season where she's got some more numbers 
and maybe more individual. But I, I don't know, because I feel like she's had numbers the last two seasons she's been on and still hasn't happened. And part of that is bad luck. Part of that, I mean, like, you need a lot of luck to win seasons. Ashley Mitchell, she's a great player, but she's had a lot of luck in her two wins. Right. You know, whether it's like Natalie getting lost, uh, <laughs> you know, Sylvia and Joss being unable to unhook those logs for like forever at the end of that final reckoning final. Hunter falling off the ladder. Just all of them hot like seasons. That. Um, yeah, I'm just saying, Amanda, you know, throwing herself on the, on the spike twice. It just, there's, there's certain luck you need and Cam doesn't, doesn't have that luck. But, yeah. you know. And, you know, I, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of rigging too much because I feel like there is some authenticity to this show or else we wouldn't watch it. But I feel like production feels like if she were to win a season, that would be it for her. It'd be lights out. She'd never come back. So while I think they will cater to her during the season, I don't think they're ever going to cater a final to her because they're worried that they lose her. But in the same sense, if she keeps coming back and losing, I could also see Cam saying, I'll wash my hands of this. This is I'm done with this. And that's sad to me. I think that a lot of viewers tend to forget that production does have a hand in what's going on. That's like their whole that's their job. (laughs) <laughs> is to have a hand in, in what in what's happening. So like a lot of the rigging could just or what could be considered rigging is just like smaller things. Like I'm gonna bring up Jory Shore real quick, but one of one of the uh the cast members on it was talking about uh in an interview how production staff used to give them glasses of water when they were arguing with somebody in the bar so they could throw the glass of water on people and encourage the fight to go longer. And it's like th- those are just things that production does in, in reality shows like that. Or they just, yeah. you know, make us forget that Jenny exists. Or maybe right. they could hand a glass of water to Cam. There, there's just, yeah, there's just something about the idea of, like, could I see them rigging it for CT? Yes. Could I see them rigging it for Amber B after her getting not many confessionals? No. <laughs> no. But I think that's why they added the two different twists in there to change partners. They were really hoping yeah. that Cam or Nani could end up with CT. Yeah, they were really hoping for a Camp CT win. That was that was their goal, and it just did not happen. And it's I don't know. Congrats to Amber. She deserved the win based. Well, I don't know. She deserved the final win based on her final performance. Leroy and Nani. Uh, Leroy's retired now. We've gone into our spiel. We love him. Uh, Nani. I, I I want a break from Nani. I mean, I love her so much, but she's. This was easily her most stale season. Uh, she said, she was like, oh, I killed it in the challenges and the elimination. I'm like, kind of. You didn't win any challenge. Like, I love Nani, but this was probably her worst season ever, like, besides the final. I think it was a personal victory for her, which we, could, we would all agree with, yeah. to win an elimination finally and to make the final. Because, you know, she's had lots of shortcomings where I really did think she was deserving, and then she didn't get it. But this season talked up to having the numbers, and that was about it. I love her to death as well, but I'm tired of having like these people having their own personal victories as their like championship. No, try to win the whole thing. That's what we want to see. Yeah, you don't just get that gold skull or red skull or whatever color skull they put on next season. I well, because there was a time on the show where Nani, like you know, if you checked up on spoilers, you're like I want her to win. I want her to win. I'd still love to see her win. I know it's not going to happen. The window is closed. It, yeah. I mean, there there was a point in time where Nani was a top female during that pre-agents X's two era, where like, oh, you don't, you know, that's like someone the men wanted to be partnered with. And nowadays, she's a middle of the road player. She's not an Anissa, but she's not, you know, 
not a top player either. I mean, that I mean that's almost like a compliment for Nani for her to last this long, be on this many seasons, only make it to two finals. And people are like, yeah, but she's definitely better than Anissa. Like that's that's a compliment to her. But I, I would like a break from her, and I just want a break from so many people. I want to see some new faces, some old faces. Just get a refresh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see old faces that did maybe one or two and had impact, but just didn't get asked back. Because there a lot of my faves too. You can speculate. I'd be fine if they took a break. I don't need to see you every single season. That's that's yeah. why the challenge used to be so enticing. Because it's like, who is going to be brought back? Not oh, let's bring back 25 people from the previous season. I I'm just I think I'm ha- I've had it with the gasoline department. <laughs> I've, had, I've had it up to here. I'm what's what's going on? Are you are you throwing a lot of rookies in? that most of us have never heard of. Like, I had never heard of Nam before. What? And yet, yeah. And yes, while we loved Nam, he's a great guy, if he had never been added to the show, we would have been no different as people. Like, I need to see people that are from American reality TV shows because, let's be real, the key demographic is America. It's an American-produced television show. Bring me people that I've seen on other reality television shows, not people that I have to search the web for and have to figure out their stats. You know, how are they socially like, you know, is there going to be a language barrier even? Because that's something that's come up in recent seasons with Turbo and even Nam in some cases. I understand the thought of bringing in all these rookies can bring in like new drama, but I'm not connected to the drama. I'd be much more connected seeing people I know. Bring some Canadians too, maybe? Yeah, bring Nikki. Canada has just, just, just bring Nikki. No, 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 no. <laughs> not, not me. Uh, just people from like Big Brother Canada. Got a stacked cast. Yeah, it's a it's it's a time where I just think the casting is going in a not great direction. Uh, I mentioned this uh, on Twitter, but I put up a cast season thirty seven casting on our YouTube page, and someone replied like. If you don't, if you want drama, don't watch the challenge. Watch reality television. And I was just, I was just staggered because you know, the, the challenge is a reality TV show. Yeah, that's that's what it is, bud. Um. And I feel like the challenge used to have such a nice balance between drama, drinking, and then competition, and it was perfect. It's everything I wanted. And now it's just so much competition. And you know what? I I've. I've had it with TJ being like, I searched far and wide all over the world for these competitors. No, you didn't. Search old Are You The One seasons. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. I, I know. TJ didn't look for these people. And I've, <laughs> TJ just shows up. Come on. Do you think that I have extensive knowledge of Survivor Turkey? I didn't know who Turbo was. And we'd be no different had he not been on the show. Love him. Love what he brought. But, yeah. You know how hard it is to torrent a, a show and get proper proper subtitles and I have to read the subtitles the whole time. It's not like I'm watching survivor Australia and I'm like, okay, I can sort of understand them. I've drank at a bar with Australians like one time. (laughs) And yeah, that's, that's our double agent season. Uh, I give it a seven and a half out of 10. Uh, What do you guys give it? (laughs) I'll give it a seven. Well, I'll give it a seven. And that's a very optimistic, Nice seven. There were moments where I was like, I love this season. And then there were moments where I thought, this is dragging on. 
And I'm not necessarily, I don't love the winners. And I know that winners shouldn't make or break a season, but I feel like on the challenge, they almost do. I don't love them. I'm tired of seeing CT. I'm tired of him winning. I like when new people win. But when I say new, it's people that we've seen for years struggle to get that win. I don't want to see Amber B come in and like just lollygag her whole first season and then be like, oh my God, I stumbled upon some running and I, I won. That doesn't do it for me. So actually, let me give this a six. I'm going to do... I'm going to do a solid 6.5. The extra 0.5 is for all the big T content we got. That's fair. Um, The 6 is just, they lost a lot of points for all the hall brawls. There's just too many of them. It didn't feel like there was enough. It felt like the the format was like, it could have been really exciting. It could have been really good. But then they just kept like, in the final, they kept repeating dailies we've already seen. I think it sort of like fell flat and it was so long. It was like when I saw X-Men Apocalypse in theaters and I was like, how much longer is this? Yeah, it, it took the a long time. The world has ended on it. It's yeah. 19 episodes and that was 20 weeks. We had a break because of, because of Christmas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, it was a long season, but it's definitely not the worst season I've ever seen. And it was better than the previous season we got. We had a previous season? Yeah. Uh, going forward, uh, I'm excited for season 37. Uh, I don't know when our podcast is coming back. I don't know if we're going to do some All-Stars coverage. I don't know. We might just take a break. We're not doing the reunion. I can tell you guys that right now. Uh, this is the reunion. Yeah, this is right. the reunion right here. We'll have our own Caffeine Confessionals reunion. Yeah. Any, any last thoughts? Looking forward to 37. I'm holding out hope. Uh... Watch the circle. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's my thought. And watch <laughs> All Stars. Yeah, yeah, watch All Stars. Episode four, very good. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, love y'all. See you soon. Oh, yeah. Fo- follow us on iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> Captain Confessionals. Luke at Twitter, at the Fiki Luke. Nikki on Twitter, at the Nikki Sin. And myself, at the Alan Nagiri. Love you all so much. <laughs>